On TV, we only get a few minutes to share each story, but here we get to tell you all the details about stories that are important to greater Cincinnati. I'm Stephen Albritton, and this is WLWT News 5 Beyond the Studio. March 12, 2019. The friendly town of Madeira, Ohio, is about 15 minutes northeast of downtown Cincinnati and home to around 9,000 people. It was another afternoon of kids coming home from school, parents running errands or coming home from work like almost any other day. Peaceful until... A uh, plane just crashed. It, it went right into the ground and crashed. I just saw it. It did a nosedive. The piece was disrupted by a fireball of a wreckage. A twin-engine Piper airplane operated by Mark Inc. crash-landed in the back of a home. I saw it go nose down below the tree line out of my sight. And then we, then we definitely heard an audible crash. First responders arriving on scene found a charred wreckage still burning. The cockpit ripped open, wings mangled, and parts of the plane scattered everywhere, along with a gaping hole in the home. Witnesses could only watch the scene unfold in front of them. The home's owner, Jim Weiniger, says thankfully his wife was gone and he had just left. It hit me about what that pilot must have been thinking coming down and seeing the plane just the cockpit totally gone. And his two dogs were saved by a neighbor. At first it just seemed strange that there's a plane in the neighbor's backyard and then you immediately think this is really, really horrific. This is really bad. Other witnesses to the crash were just going about their normal day. One was with his wife waiting for their grandson to get off the school bus and they knew what they were seeing in the skies just didn't seem right. Well, this plane flew over, uh, the bus hadn't arrived, and it was real low. And um, then my wife commented after it went over, it was heading this direction, because uh, we figured it was flying to Lincoln, and uh, said, that, he doesn't look like he's going to make it. In the cockpit of that twin-engine Piper, 62-year-old David Sapp of Arizona, an experienced pilot and a giving pilot. According to his family, he'd piloted commercial jets, trained others how to fly, and he even flew life-saving blood to hospitals. He was loving. He loved his family. He loved life. He was strong. And he'd give the shirt off his back for anybody. Sapp was doing aerial photography over the Cincinnati area when he radioed to Lunkin Airport that he was having fuel trouble and made the call to return for landing. It was flying like toward the Madisonville area. It flew over the trailer park and it was like stolen out, like popping and everything. And then we just watched it nosedive behind our house. Here's Todd Gunther with the National Transportation Safety Board. About two miles north of Lunkin, there was a simultaneous loss of radar and radar contact with the aircraft. There was no distress call. Rob Reeder, a pilot himself and feels the loss of losing one of their own, says the nearby Kenwood Country Club golf course would have been perfect to make an emergency landing, but says SAP may have just run out of time to do so because planes don't do as well as gliders designed just for that. If he could have stretched it to the golf course, I don't know. These airplanes do glide, but they don't glide like a glider. A glider have a 40 feet forward to every one foot of loss of altitude. These maybe eight to one. So there's still some opportunity to glide, but maybe just didn't have the power to glide far enough. 
With the NTSB now on scene, the process to figure out what went wrong started almost immediately. An investigation of the wreckage started to peel the layers back on what happened. The airplane struck the tree somewhere above ground level with the right wing first. Todd Gunther again. Spun approximately 180 degrees as it came down on top of the house and then came to rest in the opposite direction of what its flight path was. NTSB investigator in charge Lynn Spencer said their focus next was on the fuel tanks. We're currently examining the six fuel tanks on this aircraft along with the fuel lines and the fuel selector so that we can determine the fuel status and whether fuel could reach the engines. In speaking with the sister of David Sapp, she says he had reported issues with the plane only days prior to his death. Speaking to WLWT reporter Brian Hamrick. He had concerns about this plane. Yes, he did. The NTSB is looking into this now, trying to determine exactly what went wrong. From the bottom of my heart, it was no pilot error. If anything, it was something with the airplane. Not only that, but our investigation found that plane was set to be exchanged out, but never happened. The final report is out now, and there is blame to go around. A week prior to the crash, both SAP and another pilot reported fuel leaking from the left wing, but there are no maintenance records to show it was fixed. Also, other pilots who flew similar planes in this company noted three times of fuel transfer pumps failing. The NTSB says with no standardized way to check fuel levels and fuel transfers within Mark Inc., it was up to the pilot to make sure it was happening. The NTSB says that left engine likely ran out of fuel. And then all of a sudden it lost lift and just tipped and went straight down. Excessive damage to the plane in the crash made it impossible to determine where the fuel leak was coming from or if it led to the crash. But even with no fuel in one tank, according to the NTSB, the plane would still be operable. Here's how the final analysis reads. Because the left engine stopped producing power, the pilot would have needed to configure the airplane for single-engine flight. However, examination of the left engine's propeller found that it was not feathered. Meaning the blades can be rotated to stop rotation of the propeller and reduce drag when the engine fails or is deliberately shut down. With the propeller in this state, the pilot's ability to maintain control of the airplane would have been reduced, and it's likely the pilot allowed the airplane's airspeed to decrease below the single engine minimum controllable airspeed, which resulted in a loss of control and led to the airplane's roll to the left and rapid descent toward the terrain. The NTSB determines the probable cause of the crash, quote, fuel starvation to the left engine and the resulting loss of engine power to that engine and a loss of airplane control due to the pilot's failure to maintain the minimum controllable airspeed. But even with some questions answered, it's a tragedy a neighborhood will never forget. It, it was a total out-of-body experience. All I can think of right now is that somebody lost a husband or, you know, father. It is, I couldn't imagine. And a family that lost a loved one. If you like this podcast, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review. This has been WLWT News 5 Beyond the Studio. I'm Stephen Albritton. Thanks for listening.